my grandfather's clock. Oh, my I apologize, God. everyone. Oh, no worries. Uh, I like a good grandfather <laughs> clock right there. I like that sound. I haven't heard that in a long time. It reminds me of my, my grandparents' house, actually. They still always hear that. Yeah, I like that. For Square Writers Network, we are an educational nonprofit 501c3 organization which brings speakers in to speak on the art, craft, and business of script writing for TV, feature, and the media. All of our programs, basically, the objective is to help writers improve their craft so they can learn the skills necessary to help them achieve their goals. The first part of every month, again, is the Friday Night Social. The second Saturday of the month is usually our panel or one-on-one series that we're doing now. Those are more of the business uh, creative, you know, aspects of writing. The third and fourth Saturdays are the seminar series where we bring in people to speakers to break up the script or to talk about certain things or to really help you focus on scripts and stuff. And everything may not be for everyone. We understand that. That's why we bring in a lot of different people to speak. However, we urge you to come and listen to as many of them as you can, even if they're not what you're going for, you're looking for. Because each one of our speakers, they may not know it, they may not believe it, they may not want to believe it, but all of our speakers that come to see. They have some kind of wisdom and knowledge and they touch you in a way that you never knew things before. And so that's why we, you know, we urge everyone to just come in here as many speakers as you can. If you're a member of School Writers Never, you paid your annual membership, you should be at as many events as you can listen to all these speakers. And then you have access to the speakers as well after they speak. Oh yeah, that's incredible in itself. You don't usually have that kind of access. Good evening, folks, and welcome to the Cinema After Dark podcast. You know me as Max Cole. I'm the host and the producer of this show, and I'm broadcasting here live on the Mixler app. Shout out to those that are listening live. Really appreciate it. We're broadcasting here from the entertainment capital of the world, sunny Los Angeles, California. The sun is starting to set, and that beautiful moonlight is soon approaching here. It should be a nice night here. Hopefully, we'll get a little bit of moonlight. Thanks so much for joining me on this broadcast here tonight. I want to remind all of our listeners that you can listen to all the episodes of this show if you subscribe to our podcast there on iTunes. You can also find us on Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Remember, if you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the show, make sure you reach out to me via the contact link there that is on our website. Please make sure you have some skin in the game. And by skin in the game, you need to have a few credits under your belt, something that we value here for credibility and for show integrity. And my God, we've got to have something to talk about. Also, I want to strongly encourage you to follow us on Twitter at Cinema After Dark for the latest show updates. I want to remind everyone listening out there, this is an information and discussion-based show. We don't censor ourselves in we sure the hell don't censor our guests. So please keep in mind that there might be views and opinions expressed on this show that may not reflect the views and opinions of the host. And have we got a treat tonight? My goodness, somebody who is visiting us again here. I'm really excited to have on this program. We're going to talk some screenwriting here with Miss Melissa Sargent. And uh, I got to tell you, I really enjoy her first visit here on the podcast because we really chatted about everything that she's doing and wanted to bring her back on the program here so that we could you know, chat it up again and bring folks in that uh, aren't familiar with the uh, Scriptwriters Network. But let me tell you a little bit about Miss Sargent. As the president and CEO of the Scriptwriters Network Foundation Incorporated, a.k.a. Scriptwriters Network, SWN, Melissa Sargent's goal is to guide the organization to realize its full potential as the premier 
educational organization and resource for writers in the industry. Now, she helms a network that values working with new and emerging talents and focuses on the importance that it plays for its production company members. Now, Melissa's experience is multifaceted. She was trained as a dancer in ballet, tap, and jazz, and as a print model for fashion magazines. A regional winner of Star Search, one of my favorite shows back in the day there. Melissa has experience both behind the camera and in front of the camera in acting and commercials and dramatic roles. She has also produced and written the following TV shows, Missing, Have You Seen Me?, and our mysterious island in pictures. Now, Melissa has completed several feature and television scripts, including a family drama and a TV pilot. She's quite a busy individual and it's an honor to have her here so let me bring her on hey melissa how's it going it's good max how are you thank you for having me appreciate it absolutely absolutely and i'm gonna preface this by letting folks know we're we're using the old landline here it's uh or the cell phone line <laughs> we're not using the, the high-tech tech so she might sound a little different so just keep that in mind folks that are listening out there and i appreciate y'all tuning in here tonight but it's a pleasure to have you on this program again Thank you. Thank you. Sorry, I'm not the tech person. So. Oh, no worries. No worries. There's always, well, you know what? There's always a way to make it happen. It's funny when you have those technical blunders or whatnot. It's always crazy. The technology is crazy because, you know, you love it when it works. And when it doesn't, it's just, uh, you know, it is what it is. Yes. And you have to roll with it because the show must go on. Indeed. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I want to kind of just rewind here a bit and refresh our listeners, those that are new, those that may be familiar with you, would you mind kind of sharing where you were born and raised and how you got started in the entertainment industry? Wow, I'll try and make this as short as possible. <laughs> I was born and raised in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, all the way in the south. Uh -huh. I'm half Bahamian, son of Bahamas, so we would go to the Bahamas like seven or eight times per year to see family. Right. And because I always liked the entertainment, I just jumped right in. I guess when I was small, I was a ballet, tap, and jazz dancer, as you mentioned. And I did that for like 15 so years. And then I started into modeling and singing, then got into acting. And then I moved out here uh, for acting. And then I found um, actually Squarehead Network because I wanted to write as well. I, I wanted to write parts for me, which, you know, there was not a lot of. So. And that's how I got into writing yeah, a, as well. And then I found Scriptwriters Network, and then I learned a lot more since then. Right, right. By the way, you started as a volunteer, correct? I did. I started out on the door, meeting and greeting people, saying hello. And I'm one of these people that's super extremely organized. So I, I started organizing things, and I just kept getting moved up and bumped up and with the position elected and everything like that to different positions because I guess of my organization of skills. Right, right. Sometimes maybe too much, but <laughs> yeah, it's how to keep the ship running right there, and that's for sure. That's cool, exactly. And, and I think it's cool that you know you, you started off as a volunteer. I think that it's cool how things work out. Sometimes I don't know. I, I always find people's paths to be rather interesting uh, because you probably didn't think that this would be the case going in, correct? 
I did not because I just my main goal as starting as a volunteer was to learn how to write and write as best that I can or as correct as I can. And I did not think that it would lead up to me being elected as president. I, that was not my intention or not my goal, but it was just going in to learn how to write and to meet people because I was very, very extremely shy. Right. I was a very shy person. I was not very, very introverted. Yeah. And But now, through everything that I've been through, I cannot be <laughs> at this point. <laughs> and, you know. Right, right. It's pretty interesting how that changes things, too. Yeah. The universe does some weird things where, you know, we're kind of forced out of our shell, you know, for a bigger calling yeah. sometimes. Yeah, I definitely was forced out, pushed completely out. <laughs> and now you're on this podcast again? My goodness, a live show. <laughs> I know, my goodness, what am I to know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's good to have you here. By the way, shout out to everybody that is listening to this live. If you have a question here for Miss Sergeant, feel free to plug that in and we'll get that question over to her. So, yeah, feel free to ask some questions in there. Now, I want to move us along here. I want to talk about writer's block, that blank page that some of us experience sometimes. I know you've got some pointers and things that have worked for you. Would you mind sharing some of those pointers and how folks can kind of defeat that whole writer's block thing? Well, this is my personal experience. This is what I have done. Not saying that it's going to work for everyone, but uh, if I'm writing something and I'm, I'm into it and I can't, you know, get that next, even the next word, as little as a word or something, sometimes I have to step back from it or step away from it. It's either a day, a week, or a month. I'll step away from it. Then I'll come back to it and reread it a few pages before on fresh eyes and then just see how it's going, how it's flowing. If that doesn't work for me, then I realize, you know, I'll show it to someone else, a postman or whatever. And then see, you know, because some of our writers that come through and say, sometimes, you know, you're trying to... Say, but it just doesn't get on the paper that way. And having someone else look at it, it may... And tell them, you know, tell you what they're not seeing or what it's not doing for them. That may help you as well. Mm, right. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I get a second set of eyes on it or let it breathe yeah. a little. I had a guest who said that. She's exactly. also right. She said, let it breathe a little bit. Sometimes you got mm. to come back to it and those ideas yeah. start flowing again. I think that works with all creative things to some degree. Sometimes you just got to step away from it and then kind of let the energy excite you and you know get you back into it i mean it's it's one of those exactly. yeah it's one of those um interesting phenomena that happens when you're trying to do this creative thing now some of our listeners they might not be aware of how good and how much of an advantage script coverage is would you mind kind of informing our listeners of what script coverage is and why that can be beneficial as a writer well Basically, script coverage is someone that can take a look at your script and basically letting you know what's working and what's not working for the script or what's missing, what's not missing. We actually have three programs and then that you can submit scripts to. And then we actually have readers that will evaluate your features or screenplay. And what it does is they will give you feedback on the structure, story development, character, dialogue, format, everything that we have on this evaluation form, they'll give you the feedback on it to see what's working and what's not working. Right. So there's a lot of consultants out there, some that we work with, some that we do not work with, that do provide 
um, coverage and for you that will help you get your script to the next level or help you get it to where it's written, where someone at the next level will accept it or will look at it. Right. So, but it's very important and with regards to script coverage. And a lot of speakers that come through say the most important thing is to make sure spell check. You spell check everything and you use the correct words for what you're trying to say. So spell check is very important yeah. before you give it to anyone. Yeah, it's or true. script coverage or anything else because right. sometimes that spell check, <laughs> if it's not spell check and they're trying to read it, it really will deteriorate the reading for the reader right. and for the script coverage. Yeah, that's kind of funny. It goes back to just grammar 101, right? You know, just having, uh, exactly. you know, spelling things properly and using the right grammar. That can be such a turnoff. Even if the screenplay is fantastic, that's like, you know, just basic right. English skills, which... Is, yeah. I can see that being a challenge because I think uh, writing in general is it's tough and everybody doesn't have access to the same education too and the same tools, you know, especially as we move through life. So you could have, okay. you know, you could be a great storyteller. You could have, you know, great writing skills and be the most creative person and have the best structure. But really, you've got to make sure that everything comes through and it's grammatically sound. And, and I'm not saying, like, I am perfect and right. everything that I do is perfect. No, I make mistakes. And sometimes, you know, like, especially on cell phones and you're trying to send a text and a spell check click in and it's not oh, what yeah. you want to say, but you sent it already. Things happen. And even, you know, I send emails and it, the spell check, cause, you know, so, but just give it to someone else maybe to look at it or you go over it with a fine tooth comb or something. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. That's my opinion. Oh, so. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I totally uh, see that. Yeah. I guess funny. I've gotten scripts too that have been had really bad grammar and just a lot of typos and things like that. So yeah, it's just so important to get somebody else to read it. So many people get a couple people to read it. Right. Uh, But most importantly, you know, you're always going to be in the best hands if you have the right professionals reading it. And it's great that your, your network uh, provides that type of coverage for folks. It's so important to say the least. Yeah. Now, I want to ask you something here. We talked about this a little off air about the qualities of a writer. And in your opinion, what qualities or characteristics does a good writer, screenwriter possess? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> I am not the perfect one to, because everyone is different. Yeah. I, I think determination. Right. Determination to write the script and get it written. Get it completed. Determination is one quality, knowing that you want to do it and to get it done. And wow, yeah, that's a, that's that a hard is question. Really a great question. Be- because yeah, <laughs> there's is. so many. Like you said, everybody's so different. Everyone is different. Yeah, and, and I think, ah, uh, boy, I think one thing that's probably important is understanding s- structure of a story. Uh, right. Certainly important. I mean, the story is important. The character, writing the character. Yeah. You know. There's a lot of, it's a lot of different things. Yeah. I believe that, you know, I would make a great writer. Right, right. And uh, I think one of the things that you're saying, Melissa, is that everybody has like their own unique voice too. And you don't want to, uh, you don't want to prohibit that voice. You want to, really allow that voice to shine through in your writing so right yeah, that's another um and 
Yeah, and, and the voice is very important, too. And, and you know, there's people that are looking for new voices, and there's people that are looking for voices that are very unique, yeah. that can, you know, it's just different things. There is just not one thing right. that makes a, you know, a great writer. But, yeah. you know, a lot of people, some different people will say different things, because I, I just put determined, I said determination as a minimum, because you want to get it, you want to write it, you want to get that script completed, and then move to the next area with it, with your script. But there's Absolutely. a lot of things to consider within that whole realm. Right, right. It's kind of a interesting equation of, of a number of different variables that go into it. And even if those variables are correct, you've got to have something too. It's got to, timing's important. There's so many things that mm-hmm. seem to go into screenwriting that make it fun, but also make it a, a pretty difficult challenge too. Right. So you got to keep writing though. That's the, that's the key. You know, it's just oh, got to sharpen that sword. We have, yeah. We have speakers that come on and they write every day. Some of them get up in the middle of the night, 3 a.m., and write for a couple of hours and go, you know, again, that's determination that, because they know they have to do it and want to get it done, but it's just a lot of different, a lot of different ways, a lot of different times, a lot of different things to look at with regards to the script in general. Right, right. Now, let's jump right in here, Melissa, talk about the Script Writers Network. Would you mind telling our listeners what your network is? For Scriptwriters Network, we are an educational nonprofit 501c3 organization which brings speakers in to speak on the art, craft, and business of script writing for TV, feature, and the media. So basically, we're bringing people that's in the industry today to come in and speak on how to write scripts for TV, feature, and the media. We have speakers for the business panel, which, you know, right now we're doing one-on-ones. And then we have for our seminar series where we bring in like consultants or, or people that uh, work with other writer, emerging writers, and they break down the scripts like to the point of character, story, voice, tone, everything. Right. So that's basically what we do. We have a lot of other things that we do as well. Yeah, it's, it's pretty fantastic what you've been doing here. I've been watching from a distance and now I'm a member, so I'm excited about that. Yes, you are. <laughs> Finally, right? My goodness gracious. Yes. And I hope to see you at the Friday Night Social event coming up, too. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah. You're going to see me soon. I, I was, I'm um, looking forward to it. I've actually signed up for a couple of events here, and one that I'm, I'm looking forward to talking about, too, as well. Right. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. By the way, what are your social mixers like? Because I mean, a lot of people do need that kind of fellowship and wonder kind of what to expect. You come as yourself and... And how, what's that whole experience oh, definitely. like? Definitely. We, we want you to be yourself. Basically, what it is, is our Friday night networking event, which is usually the first Friday of every month, except January and July, because mm-hmm. of the holidays. But it's the first Friday every month. What you do is everyone just comes there. It's strictly networking. Everyone there is networking. Everyone that goes there knows that they're networking. So it's just a networking event. Nice. Once you sign up or check in at the door, you get your name tag. And we'll ask you right there if you know how to network because some people are new. Some people are still introverted, which is okay. Some yeah. people are still shy, which is okay. And we will, we always have our veteran networkers that are there. And then I would personally walk the New, newcomer to a veteran networker and introduce them and explain how to network and everything like that. So it's not if you're not if you're shy or you're new, you don't know have to do it. Don't worry about it. We we will take care of it. We will you show you how to network right there at the door, or we'll take you to someone that will show you how and ease you in very gently. 
on how to network with people. So we have all levels of people networking from emerging to experience. People that are on current shows that come out and network. We have people looking for new voices there. So you have a project, you complete it, come out there. And basically, you're just going to be talking about yourself. But the most important thing is you need to listen to what the other people say as well. So it's a, a balance of listening and talking about yourself. Who does not know how to not talk about themselves, (laughs) who does not want to talk about themselves, you know? Yeah. But it's mostly, you just also have to balance talking about yourself with listening and then listening to what the other person. Right. By the way, I, I'm funny because of that. I'm more of a listener than a talker. You wouldn't think that, though, having a podcast and all that, but, but I'm actually, but, <laughs> but, uh, but then I guess maybe it does reflect that because I, I'd rather hear other folks' stories than to uh, talk about myself. So it, for one thing, it's nice that you help folks that, that aren't you know familiar with how to network properly or maybe a little bit shy and uh, right. yeah, getting that conversation going because it can be intimidating sometimes meeting a bunch of strangers. Right. You know? And, you know, it's in this industry, a, a lot of times, it's who you know. And I know you, you've you heard that, and a lot of people have heard that, it's who you know. Without networking, you come and you make friends. You meet people, you exchange numbers. If that person is, you know, if that works with you, if that chemistry is there, or whatever, however you want to say it. But it's all about, you know, just getting out there. Because one day, when your script, I should say, is good enough, you're going to have to get in front of some networking people, and you're going to need to know how to talk about yourself and talk to these people. So when you come to our event, it's on a first-name basis. Everyone there is on a first name. We never tell who the producers or who the showrunners or anyone that is currently on the show or, or in a feature or whatever. Oh, we never cool. tell who is there. So everyone networks equally. Right, right. That okay. is fantastic. So yeah. I'd probably be the only one that knows who's in the room, but then everyone is networking equally. Right. And that's what everyone loves that. Yeah, that's a great way to do it. That's a pretty cool method there to the madness. I'm looking forward to that, by the way. I'm looking forward to attending, too, because I've been dying to meet more screenwriters and just collaborate with more people in general, especially as a filmmaker myself and I'm really starting to write more, too, as well. But you guys have so many great programs. And I want to kind of switch gears and talk about some of these programs and events that you offer because they're they're plentiful. Would you mind mm-hmm. talking about, um, you know, the Hollywood Outreach Program? Right. Well, we actually have three yeah. writing submission programs. The first one is Television Outreach Program. That has closed for the year. Mm-hmm. Next one is the Hollywood Outreach Program, and then we have a high concept uh, screenplay program. So the Hollywood Outreach Program is basically, you know, we're just, all of our programs, basically the objective is to help writers improve their craft so they can learn the skills necessary to help them achieve their goals, okay? Right. So that's basically what, what we all do. With all three of them, we have we have two readers that will read and evaluate the script, you know, and then towards at the end of the, the program for each, I think all of them are in January. We announced if they're winners, we announced the winners in January and stuff as well. Oh, that's awesome. But, you know, just to let them know that there were winners. Wow. But basically, you know, the Hollywood Outreach Program is a script coverage service for feature scripts. And then television is a coverage for a television script, a high concept, you know, is a coverage for the high concept script. That is fantastic. Like you cover all the areas that are really uh, popping right now. By the way, in your opinion, what is a story that qualifies 
as a high concept story. That's a term that I've heard used before, and I've always struggled to find the description of that. Okay, knew you were going to ask about high. <laughs> Isn't it tricky? It's it's one of those ones. That's, yeah. You know, I've I've you know I've seen you know classes on it, and I've I've seen speakers, and I've I've obviously noticed that you have that the program. Well, I've always wondered what really qualifies as that. Is there certain things that the story must have, you know, components? Well, that- I got you. And the way that Scriptwriters Network, so this is how we qualify a high concept script, is to have a great premise, memorable title, mm. visual log line, universal appeal, clear conflict, high stakes, or a hook, descriptive pitch. Basically, that's basically how we describe it. I see. Okay, good to know. I appreciate you answering that because I've always tried to wrap my head around what would be considered that. And how do you determine that? You know, say you've got a full workshop there. How does a writer know that what they're writing is, is somewhat of a high concept? So on our high concept page for submission, which actually is going on right now, and, and um, you can submit high concept right now, and um, it expires in August, on yeah. August 31st. But, like, we have, for a great premise, we, it is like... You have different phases, my, I'm too. I'm sorry, you hear my, my, my um, clock is oh, yeah, throwing the, me off, sorry. Yeah, the, uh, My grandfather clock. Oh, my God. Hi, guys, everyone. Oh, no worries. Uh, I like a good grandfather <laughs> clock right there. I like that sound. I haven't heard that in a long time. It reminds me of my, my grandparents' house, actually. They always hear that. Over. Yeah, I like that. Oh, yeah. So, we give some examples on our high concept page. Like, say, for example, for a universal appeal, like Star Trek. A track of universal appeal. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gotcha. For a visual. For a log line, we, the example is 40-year-old virgin. Okay, gotcha. So that's a visual log line, basically a visual title. All right. So we have other examples in that, but a memorable title we use, Wedding Crashers, you know. I see. So basically things like that. Mm-hmm. You know. I like that. Very cool. That, that's what we have. Yeah, that's what we have on our high concept. Okay. Okay. Page. Very cool stuff, folks. We're going to drop the link to the website anyways at the end of show notes. So, um, and we'll also discuss that at the end of this, you know, this program. So definitely check that out because I think it outlines everything that, you know, the sergeant's sharing here about what constitutes as a, high concept screenplay. I mean, that's the same thing applies for every program that you're offering. The Hollywood Outreach, your right. website really details all of this information. But uh, I appreciate you, you know, sharing a little bit about, you know, kind of what to expect. A number of different great programs. You also have like, you know, writing programs too and fellowships for emerging writers. Well, those are the, the high concept HOP and TOP. Those are our writing programs. Fantastic. So it breaks okay. down into different parts, correct? Correct. Gotcha. Break down into different parts, and then what? When again? Once, once we announce, like, because our readers are very, very thorough with the scripts. So our readers, the evaluation form that our readers receive, it makes it very thorough. They really break down the script. They really get into what worked, what didn't work. They give examples. They give everything. So it's really hardcore. Nice. So that the writer will understand what worked, what didn't work. Again, all of these are suggestions. They are coming back from the readers so that you can understand or the writer can understand, okay, well, I wonder why they didn't get that. You know, all mm. of it is suggested. All of it is what worked and what didn't work for that particular reader. Gotcha. Okay? Okay. 
Okay. So it, it's very thorough. It's very, very thorough. Yeah, I see you have different phases, different parts of the process. It looks very, very thorough there. So that's, yeah. that's fantastic. Wow. Now you have a lot of speakers that come and visit too is another great part of this network. I know you recently had William C. Martel, who uh, had the uh, workshop on uh, mastering suspense. Yes, Bill Martel. Yeah, yeah. he's an excellent speaker. Yeah, yeah he's, he's fantastic. I know you've got an upcoming one, August 12th, a one-on-one with creative and co-executive producer Mira Kim. Mira Kim, yes. She is more so going to be focusing on virtual reality writing. Ooh, writing nice. for virtual reality. For those of you who would like to know how to write for virtual reality, that's what she's going to focus on. I believe that she's also going to be bring examples um, so that we can look at and see things. So I'm 90% sure on that. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, cool. You know, virtual she's going to come with it. She's definitely going to speak on writing for virtual reality. Oh, very cool. Very cool. I wonder if she'll talk about gaming a little bit too with that. Sort of in the same realm sometimes. You know, gaming. I'm sure it's real. Yeah. Mm, pretty cool. And you also have one coming up on August 19th that I'm actually going to be attending too. The writing, the script that launches your career. So that should be a, a yeah. pretty cool event. That's what one of our, that's Corey Mandel. Yeah, he's fantastic. And usually all you have to do is say Corey Mandel. <laughs> <laughs> he is one of, uh, we have several speakers, consultants that are a lot of their people are actually working when they when they work with them. And Corey Mandel is one of them. If come to the Friday night social event, you will meet another one, Jane Grisanti. Mm, yeah. All her people as well. And she's usually at all of the Friday night social events as well. But Corey Mandel, yes, right in the script that launches her career. His classes always fill up. Yeah. He's excellent. He knows what he's talking about. And I would advise everyone to oh, come yeah. and hear him. Oh, yeah, I will be there for that. No doubt about that. I know he's done a few of these, and I, I've heard that he's just fantastic. And, oh, my God, he's done so much stuff. I mean, he's written projects for Ridley Scott, Wolfgang, uh, Peterson, yeah. Harrison Ford, John Travolta, Warner Brothers, Universal, Fox. Gosh, you can go down the list. Touchdown. It's just a crazy list of you know credits there. He's, he's well-decorated and uh, seems to have a lot yeah. of information. And also kind of gives you, a, from what I understand, a different way to look at your writing. And your approach. Right. So, well, what we try to do is with our writers. So we meet four times per month. The first Friday of every month again is a Friday night social. The second Saturday of the month is usually our panel or one-on-one series that we're doing now. Those are more of the business and uh, creative, you know, aspects of writing. The third and fourth Saturdays are the seminar series where we bring in people to speakers to break up the script or to talk about certain things or to really help you focus on scripts and stuff. And everything may not be for everyone. We understand that. That's why we bring... And a lot of different people to speak. However, we urge you to come and listen to as many of them as you can, even if they're not what you're going for, you're looking for, because each one of our speakers, they may not know it, they may not believe it, they may not want to believe it, but all of our speakers that come in and speak, they have some kind of wisdom and knowledge that may touch you in a way that you never knew things before. Absolutely. And so that's why we, you know, we urge everyone to just come in here as many speakers as you can. If you're a member of Script Writers Never, you paid your annual membership, you should be at as many events as you can, listen to all these speakers, and then you have access to the speakers as well after they speak. Oh, yeah, that's incredible in itself. You don't usually have that kind of access, and 
gosh, information yeah. is power. I mean, it's just everything in this industry. It's, 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 yes, and you never know where you might meet that person again. That speaker, you may run into that speaker somewhere, and then that speaker may remember you also. Yep. So you can strike up a conversation with that speaker, become friends with them, you know, and then go from there. Yeah, it's so true. Ugh. You you're never know what can happen. Never know. You're dropping some uh, nuggets there, some networking nuggets there. Miss my yes. goodness. <laughs> it's very cool that you do this stuff. Now, what's the cost of a membership, and how can people join and find out a little more information about you know, Scriptwriters Network? Well, the cost of the membership is $120 for a per year, right. $90 for military, senior, and students. However, we will need to see a ID, so we need you to send an ID to the email that's on the membership page, uh, on, that's on the join page. When you go on our website, it, there's a gray bar. It says there's a drop down menu. It will say join. So you just press on a join and then you fill out the information. Everything goes through PayPal with our stuff. So even if you are not a PayPal member, you can still sign up through PayPal. Excuse me, using a credit card or something like that. Fantastic. You know. Good, good. And that's folks. That's scriptwritersnetwork.com. And again, that information will be in the show notes there. But God, I'm I'm looking forward to some of the stuff that you've got coming up too as well. I it's made me look at my schedule different. I'm like, I gotta attend some of these great events here that you are having here because it's just uh obviously a wealth of information and uh it's great uh what you are doing and I'm so glad that you know you came on and kinda gave folks a little bit of a rundown of what they can expect. I've got a couple more questions here for you if you don't mind mm-hmm. hanging out a little longer. No, and let me just say also, the yeah. membership, we're probably going to be holding on to those prices for another few months. Then we're going to, we're going to go up because we're nonprofit, so we need to go up. <laughs> and I hear you. It probably won't be much, on. but it'll go up. But we'll make a way that you can pay monthly. We're looking at a way that you can pay monthly oh, on it as well. Okay, Good. so that'll be coming in the next few months. Right, right. Well, so I just wanted to get that out there. Okay, great, great. No, I'm, I'm glad that you did. Oh, that's fantastic. The information that you get here and the, oh God, the access to all these wonderful resources, it's just a no-brainer, I think, if you're really serious. And, and that's the thing, folks, exactly. if you're listening to this, you've got to invest in your career and your craft. You're really serious about it and network with good people. This is an organization and, you know, that's that's a trusted organization. You're hearing from the source of uh, <laughs> the organization. Uh, so I, I think that, you know, it's kind of a no-brainer there, especially if you're new to town or maybe you're a veteran and uh, it's, it's a win-win situation all the way around. So, And then also, let me say also that we do, we videotape our second Saturday events, our panel and our one-on-one events. We videotape those events. Now, we've just uploaded a whole bunch of videotapes because we were bad at So we uploaded, I had a volunteer do it. So, a lot of the videotapes are online where you can just go in and listen to some of these speakers. I mean, we just had, we had the speaker in June from Empire. We had someone from Empire. We had someone from Legends of the Fall and Arrow oh, and then cool. Insecure, HBO's Insecure before nice. that. Right. I mean, these people are in the industry. They're working and they're coming and giving back their time, which we totally agree. We thank all of our speakers for doing that. Oh, my. But, you know, if you are a writer or claim to be, 
an emerging writer and you want to get started and want to be out there, this, this is something that, you know, I grant you, there's the videos there, there's write-ups on there online from my membership. I know the people, you know, we receive emails today, well, even if we're, we're in Texas, can we be a member? Yes, you can be a member from wherever you are. We have the information online for you to look at if you cannot get to LA and yet we have people that fly in or people that drive long distances to come to some of these meetings to speak that they really want to hear. So again, if this is something that you want to do, then you know there should not be any excuses, right? Right. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I'm so, pretty much there every Saturday. Yeah. You know, and I'm at the Friday Night Social, and you know, my God, that's just that. Yeah, the events are on Saturdays, and they're you know, the Friday night is after work. I mean, people come there after work and stuff. So we try to make it convenient for everyone. I know there's people that do work on Saturdays. We truly apologize, but we do videotape, we do do write ups that that are online. So there's there's a lot of information. We do a lot of stuff to educate you on how to do it, do it correctly, or do it as correct as possible. Oh, fantastic. Now, it was kind of interesting something you said about folks being out of town. Do you have mm-hmm. to reside in Los Angeles to have a successful screenwriting career, in your opinion? Because, you know, there's some of our listeners may reside in areas outside of Los Angeles, outside of Hollywood, but, you know, they want to become informed and educated about the craft. But obviously, you know, obviously certain resources are more available than others. Does a writer have to right. reside outside of, you know, this industry? Well, a lot of the speakers, okay, some of the speakers would say, yes, it, it should be a good idea that you reside in the area because a lot of the programs, a lot of everything starts here. Yeah. But then a lot of them don't, and I'm not an expert in it. But, you know, you know, if you want to get started, I, I would say start writing. Right. Okay, mm-hmm. just start doing it. There's so many resources. We also have on our home page the writing programs from the other different writing programs and fellowships from the other different organizations like other studios like Nickelodeon and the Producers Guild, the Hispanic Association, Sundance, you oh, yeah, know, right. I'm sorry, NBC, CBS, Warner Brothers, we have Universal, all of those are on our homepage. So if you're out of town, you know, you can also submit your scripts through them, but again, make sure that that script is to the point where it's you're ready to submit it to someone that's ready to read it. But those are those organizations are looking for people that will come in and work and be staffed on some of the shows that they're working with or help you get to the next level or something. So we want to make sure that your script is completely ready before you submit it to that. And then, again, that's where we come in and help you with that. Right, right. By the way, folks, too, another way to follow everything that's going on with the uh, Scriptwriters Network is the Facebook page that you have, too, as well. We have Facebook, Twitter, yeah. Instagram, Tumblr, <laughs> Meetup, <laughs> LinkedIn. Indeed. Um, yeah, we try and notate everything. Yes. Yeah, uh, Basically letting you know all of the upcoming meetings. Instagram, you know, of course, just have the pictures of our meetings that have passed, but all of the other social media, we're, we're on there. Right, right. And we want to make sure that, you know, if you follow us, you can find out what's going on. You also have a newsletter, too, I know that you send out, too, as well. Yes, an e-blast. Uh, we e-blast. call it e-blast newsletter. So 
every Tuesday. Every Tuesday that goes out, and that just has our events on it. But uh, every Thursday, we have our partners' event, or we have things, you know, we connect with our partners. We have partners that work with us, that are supporting us, that we support them. And so that goes out Thursday. And once in a while, like once or twice on Fridays, we do a special notice for from our special, you know, partners and stuff that want to do a special notice, and that goes out on Friday. So we don't inundate you with emails. Right. It's just Tuesday, Thursday, and a couple of Fridays in a month. Which is great, though. Good information is being shared, that's for sure. My God. Now, Melissa, I've got to do something here to you that I may have done on our first discussion there. I hate oh to do this God. to you. Yeah, it's something. Oh, gosh, I hate to do this to you. You're such a wonderful person. I I really hate to do oh, this. Oh, jeez. Oh, it's, yeah, it's one of those things that I have to do. I mean, I do this to all of my guests, and... Ah, oh, geez, I don't want to leave you out of this. I, I really don't. It would be just rude of Max to what? leave you out. I don't know. Do you want to opt out of this? I mean, it's one of those things that I would hate to exclude you from, though, but uh, I'm going to give you an option. What to, is it? I can't tell you much more than that. You just have to kind of have to go with it. It's, it's, one, of those, it's one of those things. I uh, I just have to uh, just have to do this, but I, I can tell you that it, it won't be too painful if you decide all right well, well let's take a chance and see oh my god you want to dive right and okay i'm not going to extend this any longer you've been so wonderful <laughs> no melissa this is the part of the show where i ask my guests to share a fun fact about themselves all that for this right now this fun fact that melissa has to be something that people don't know about you. So anybody listening to this right now, you know, maybe it's somebody who attends, maybe. It's one of your members. You've got to learn something about you. Oh my goodness. And I'm gonna put the spotlight on you, a fun fact. A fun fact. I love football, and my team, the only team that I follow or that I love to watch is the Miami Dolphins. Oh, nice. Good stuff right there. My goodness, a football mm-hmm. fan. So are you ready for the the upcoming uh, season? I am. I am. My goodness. I am ready. I'm ready for the Dolphins. I am ready. So Get it on. I got to ask you about this because you know that I am a massive football fan too, Miss. Uh, I am a Pittsburgh. You know I'm yeah. from Pittsburgh, so you know I'm a Steelers no. fan. <laughs> so I've got to. Well, yeah. well. Yeah. So do, here's the thing. Okay, so and I love the Dolphins too. I used to be a big Dolphins fan, especially when they had like Duper and Clayton and Marino and. Oh God! They just had like so many. Marino. Oh goodness! You so, know, you know, Dolphins is still the only team that's been undefeated. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody broke that record. I thought the Patriots no were going to do it. Yeah. No. I know. No it's, one. It's crazy. I don't want anyone to break that record. <laughs> that's a hard one to break. Yeah. I, think, yeah, I mean, that's it's been there for a while. I, I don't know. It's a hard record. Seventy-two, seventy-three. Yeah. Oh my God! Do you make it to games? Like, do you try to get to games? <sighs> 
That's a, I try. Yeah. I try. It is hard, but I, you know, I can catch them on TV when I can, but I try to get to it if I can. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if they're coming out to play the Rams anytime. It's hard because they're different conferences, but yeah. I wonder if they're making it, you know, going to make it out here to play at some point. Uh, interesting. I have to look into that and see. I don't think the schedule came out yet. Either. Yeah, yeah, I don't believe so. But yeah, so you're a big NFL fan, huh? I am. Nice. I, I do watch the games. I am one of those screamers. Me I am too. sorry that you guys had to know that, but yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I, that's good to know <laughs> that. Huh? Interesting. You're miss that? Okay. Yeah. okay. Just, just in the privacy of my own home, I scream, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> I, I don't do that in public. Uh, I, you know, I like basketball as well. Yeah. I watch basketball, and but I love football, and yeah. basketball is yeah, football's also fun. I am as well. Yeah, y'all. So you're a Heat fan, huh? I am. Nice. I am. I think all I live in Miami for me. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I live there, so I yeah. have to, you know. Oh I, when I was born, I lived. When I lived there, I was. I used to. I was able to go to the games because my dad ended up volunteering when I was young, young or mm. something at the doctor. Yeah. So we used to go to it. Oh yeah, that was that's nice. cool. See, yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. I love talking to folks that understand that dynamic. Some folks that don't have big football cities or big sports cities, and it's so fun when you have like a the sports town. Pittsburgh's like that too, where it's one common thread in the city is everybody kind of can talk about sports, and yeah. you know, it's it's just different, and it's cool because I think people throughout the years end up still being very much committed to their teams, the teams that they grew yeah. up on. So. I'm not ever going to change. Hell yeah, I love that. <laughs> I, I love the Dolphins. I love their colors. I love everything about the Dolphins. And, uh, uh, you know, I think that, you know they're going to do much better this year. Yeah, they were not that bad last year. Yeah. so they just getting to know each other. So I'm, I love the Dolphins. I have like stuff hanging up in my house, and I am the Dolphins. That's <laughs> nice. really sad. Nice. No, that's cool. That's that's good stuff. <laughs> I understand. Trust me, I understand. Plus, I like the Dolphins. I think they they're doing some things that are pretty good. Yeah. And somebody's got to start beating the Patriots, that's for sure. So, okay. you know, we're, we'll see. My gosh, it's unbelievable. But yeah. aren't you a Star Trek fan? I am a heavy, hardcore Trekkie or Trekker, so. but it's the first family. Yeah, it yeah, is the, original. the first family. Kirk, the original Kirk. I mean, I yeah. have my favorite show. The, the favorite feature that I love was Khan, uh, the second oh, one, yes. The Wrath of Khan. Yeah, you still remember and that? Then, Crazy, uh, nice. Yeah, oh my gosh, that was the that, that was the great. I mean, it was great. And then yeah. the TV show, I love the triples, the oh, yes. with the triples and right. piece of the action. And oh my gosh, I can go on. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I don't get me wrong. I love the other shows as well, but Kirk yeah. was my first one. That was the one that I grew up on. Yeah, me too. I love that show. My God, and I still watch some of the spinoffs too. They had like Deep Space on Next yeah, Gen, Deep Space, and yeah, Voyager, Voyager, and now they have the new one, Discovery, coming out. Yeah, soon. I'm going to be watching that as well. Yeah, me too. Can't wait. Cool. Mm -hmm. A Star Trek fan and a Dolphins fan. I am. I have a, yeah. Okay. I like stuff. We're going to, we're also starting to, we're going to be at the Los Angeles Comic Con. Yeah. Families all Angeles Comic Con in October yeah, and October. you know I actually when I go to whenever we do cons because we do go to cons and have a booth and stuff I 
seriously leave my wallet or my money at home, my personal <laughs> money, because I will purchase something. And I, you know, I, I have too much Star Trek stuff and, you know, I, yeah. I have to stop. Oh, that's awesome. That's pretty cool. Have you ever dressed as one? Have you ever did a little Halloween, a little love? I, I can do it when I'm at the con because I'm for SWN and then like we have speakers and stuff that stop by. So I have to, <laughs> unfortunately, me, I'm the only one, but everybody else in the booth can dress up. But oh, I, for me personally, I need to, I need to be professional because I need to meet the speakers and stuff and yeah. take photos and everything that we do there. <laughs> you never had the desire to, you know, be a little... I, a little cling on there, a little, uh, no, just, you know, <laughs> I wear this like the uniform and, uh, you know, good stuff though. Yeah. The uniforms are nice though. Actually, I, mm -hmm. I love, I'm a Trekkie too, so I can totally relate to you on that. Nice. Love that kind yeah. of stuff. Little Star Trek. Um, Interesting. My God. Well, I'm going to ask you something here. By the way, I appreciate you sharing those fun facts and folks that are listening. I really appreciate you tuning in here on your Tuesday night certainly really appreciate that so if you have question member for melissa feel free to ask there now what are your thoughts about the future of screenwriting i know we spoke about that briefly before kind of curious to hear your thoughts about it and especially as it relates to the indie film community there's so many people now that are finally starting to get into writing a bit more we have a big social media network now or there's so many different ways to communicate what do you think about the future of screenwriting and writing in general I'm just going to continue. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Show keeps going. It's going to definitely continue and people are going to start doing their own things. After they write their scripts, like I said, on YouTube or all that stuff, they're going to start filming it and everything and, and, and it happen. moving it faster through the system, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of exciting. But it's definitely going to continue. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the key. It's going to continue. It's one of those areas mm -hmm. where... There's always going to be work. There's always going to need to be good stories. Good stories are going to always need to be written. So if you're a writer, it's it's always a good time to write. I don't think there's a bad time to write, you know. Because there's a lot of different people that have a lot of creative ideas. Yeah. And some of them have written that script and some of them have not. Just a lot of ideas, a lot of things that can be put on TV or on the feature. Right. And then, you know, just need, the writers just need to continue writing. And I'm sure that will be the case. That, that would be the case. Yeah. Well, are you working on anything yourself? I know you've done, I mean, you obviously wear so many different hats and you're busy with the, the network. And have you had an opportunity to really work on some of the, you know, some of the passion projects of your own? Well, actually, we've actually created a production company. And then we're actually going to start doing, because, the board members, we cannot submit anything to Screenwriters Network. We cannot do anything because it's conflict of interest. Mm. So in order for us to do our own stuff, then we created a production company. And we're going to start working, like, for our scripts and everything. We're going to, you know, work with some consultants and come, some everything and try and get our stuff done and, and move forward as well. Nice. Um, the, cool. the stuff that I did before is was just, like, 30 minutes. Yeah. TV shows, whatever, but this stuff, everything that we're working on now is just going to be like either our shows or feature films and, you know, things like that. Mm. So we're going to move to the next section. And we're also going to be doing some other stuff, you know, we're going to do a lot of stuff with the production company in addition to with the nonprofit. Nice. Because uh, we were going to, there's yeah. some stuff I can't mention, but there, you, yeah. know, you want to do You got some cakes in the oven there, is what you're saying. There's some cakes in the oven, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get busy and yeah. you know, definitely 
My God, that's fantastic. Some of the sponsors that we want to out, I just wanted to thank some of the sponsors that we have online there. They for supporting us as well. Because yeah. we work with a lot of them that's helping out with provides that with a lot of things. And, you know, we're going to be looking for more sponsors to do. Yes, I'll give a shout out to them. CBS, obviously, the, the Studio Center, you've got Landmark Theaters, you've got Production Hub, you've got Scenario, Story Masters, you've got, gosh, there's so many. Final yeah. Draft, uh, Ink Tip, I don't want to leave any out. Leave it, there's, there's just a lot. There's there's a ton for all. Listen to your page. Shout out to the sponsors because yeah. they, they're just yeah, fantastic. Uh-huh. And the support. Yeah. Oh, love it. So shout out to everybody. If I forgot a name, I apologize because there's too many names. <laughs> <laughs> But a uh, shout out to every sponsor that's out there and a shout out to you, Mr. Coming back on here and really enlightening our listeners with everything that you're doing. Can you mind plugging your website again and Twitter account and how folks can kind of keep up to everything that's going on with the network? Well, our website, you can reach us at scriptwritersnetwork.org and scriptwritersnetwork.com, but basically at scriptwritersnetwork.org. I want to also say Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Meetup, Instagram, all of that is on the right side of our website on the homepage or any page. You can just go down the right side and scroll underneath the calendar and you'll see all of it. Right. Twitter is at scriptwriters and, and um, Facebook has a long Facebook thing. We have to get that changed, but it's all scriptwriters network. You can just click on there. Right. And I also want to um, note that we, since I've been elected president, we have won. I don't know if you saw the yeah, awards. awards. We won awards, the educational awards since yeah. 2013 to oh the president, 2017. I think it's just fantastic. So, um, yeah, congratulations yeah, we, on that. Thank you. We really strive to educate. That's yeah. our main goal is educating how to write scripts and educating you so that you can, even when you meet some of our speakers and you, you talk, because I urge everyone, there, there's people that will sit, you know, or, or just, don't want to meet the speaker. It's like, no, meet the speaker. Right. The speaker is accessible. They want to meet people. Meet them. Shake their hands. And yep. Just shake their hands and say thank you if you can say nothing else, you know. Right, right. Because they're there. They're right there in front of you. Right, so. right. Uh, folks, you, you're hearing it from somebody who's got the skin in the game that I always talk about. It's so, so important. By the way, with this meetup thing, too, I want to tell folks that you have a good meetup group, too. That's kind of how I found out about you outside of the, the social media ways. I uh, you know, joined the uh, the meetup group, and uh, you know, you post everything on there, too, as well, and it's another good way to connect with folks and to find out about the events, and yeah, folks got to certainly uh, check that out, too, as well. So, uh, God, it's been a pleasure having you on this program. Thank you. Thank you, and, and we're going to have some exciting speakers coming up in the next couple of months. I hope yeah. you gave it a show, because we're going to probably, we may close it off for just members only. Oh, good stuff. So, yeah. if I can get a hold of a couple of speakers, and then, you know, we'll put them up as soon as we can, but, yeah, we're oh, excited my. about that. Yeah, I'm excited. It's uh, it's going to be a good time, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it myself, personally. So, so yeah, it's, <laughs> good. you know, it's good having you on this uh, program. I want to ask you one more thing here before we we wrap here. Do you have any guilty pleasures there? Listen, anything that any guilty pleasures? Because mine, I've got some weird ones. I'll share one with you. I yeah, love, yeah, share one with me. Sure, when it's kind of interesting. I I like a good 
McDonald's ice cream cone or their sundaes, and it's just a guilty pleasure. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll leave at, like, weird mm-hmm. hours of the night, and I'll always get in the line in the drive-thru, and I'll be like, is the machine still running? Because I'll have this craving for a McDonald's cone or, you know, yeah. one of those hot fudge sundaes. I'll pay for it. I'm, my, my lactose level is just through the roof, you know. I can't do it. <laughs> so I'll, I'll be hurting for, like, four or five hours after, but it's so good. I have another one. Let me share one more with you. Reese's. Okay. Reese's peanut butter cups. Mm. Oh, my. I, I, I can literally, oh, I can't tell you. It's outrageous. I, what about you, though? Well, I, I okay, I love desserts. Oh. I am a huge, huge fan of desserts. Every time I talk to desserts with my brother, he laughs because I have a very, very high metabolism. Nice. And so my desserts right now, I, I have to I usually have a dessert with each lunch or dinner or basically with every dinner, I would have to have a dessert. But what I love <laughs> is <laughs> sweet potato pie oh. or pumpkin pie with cookies and cream ice cream. Oh, my God. That is a mouthgasm right there. Is one of, yeah, and then, but I love cakes, too. Oh, my. <laughs> so, You're killing me here. What kind of cakes you got? Like Yellow, you know, like, yellow cake and oh. white cake. I love it. Oh um, my goodness! You like German chocolate cake? No. I, you know, I have to be in a mood to eat chocolate. Yeah. Oh, interesting! <laughs> uh, yeah, <okay. laughs> I have to be in a chocolate mood to yeah. really do chocolate. But I, I love pie and ice cream oh, and then cakes. And sometimes I'll do ice cream with my cakes as oh, well. You're killing me. I'm oh, it's so good. Person. Yeah, but yeah. you know I'm lactose intolerant too. But oh, you know yeah. it's it's worth it, isn't it? Know. Sometimes, sometimes you just sometimes, gotta... it, yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so worth it. Yeah, it's, it's worth it. Oh yeah, you like apple pie? You, you gotta. I love apple. Pie because I'll do that with ice cream too. I mean, oh, pies yeah. go with ice cream for me. Yeah. I cannot do a pie without ice cream. Me too. It's, it's... cake. Cakes I can do with or without ice cream. I can take it or leave it, but you know what? It, it just, you know. Oh, God, you're welcome. Like I said, I'm a dessert person. Yeah. I, I really little, get into a dessert. Little sweet tooth there. That's You're working up my appetite here. My God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I appreciate you sharing those guilty yeah. pleasures there. Oh, yeah, wondering. I might ask questions when people come to me and say, okay, who knows what my better life to win a free membership. <laughs> right, folks. Someone's going to show up with a cake. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cake. You never know. You know, folks, a little cake. cake. Cupcake. Maybe, yeah, uh, everything. Maybe, I- maybe put a little Star Trek, uh, you know, okay, uh, on there. Know. You know, maybe something like that. Yeah. And, uh, a little dolphin sign on the cake. Okay. <laughs> the logo there. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Let me stop. Oh, that's awesome, though. I appreciate you coming on this podcast here tonight and also dealing with the technical issues. Those that are listening or tuning in yeah. later, whatnot, and we had a little technical issues there and we had to use the, uh, with the cell phone line there. That's, uh, that's, uh, you know, who would think that that would be the kind of the antiquated way of producing these kind of conversations because of voice over IP obviously sounds a billion times better than the sound that comes from a cell phone. I always think cell phones are interesting. They they have their own unique sound. They sound like you're in like a can talking. Now, when you hear like right. voice over IP and some of the new technologies out there, it's so crazy how the digital signal and the analog signal sounds so different, but it's right. crazy how, how things change and how technology is evolving. But uh, I appreciate you taking the time out to uh, to do this today and to hold the phone up to the ear. My God. I know. 
I know. Uh. Got I it. Know. I, I mean, one. God, he made me take off my headset. <laughs> oh no, we—it's funny. We stripped down all the technology. Like we took off the Bluetooth. We kind of went back to the the basics. I didn't ask you to bring out the rotary phone. I mean, remember those oh, rotary phones? Remember? Yeah. The, oh my God, those were crazy. It's, <laughs> I saw one of those the other day, and I was like, you know what? I cannot believe where we've come just with technology, and it just keeps getting yeah. smaller and smaller. But it's crazy. It's crazy. But. uh yeah, it's been a pleasure having you on this program. And folks that are out there, if you weren't able to listen to this live feed, the podcast version will be available here in a couple of days. So stay tuned for that. Is there any advice that you would give somebody that might be listening to this right now? Maybe they don't know what to do. Maybe they're stuck. Maybe they don't have the resources. Maybe they just you know, aren't inspired enough. Is there any advice that you would give that individual? If you really want to write, then write. We are a resource because we're educational. We can help you get started, help you begin everything and everyone that comes through all of our events, all of our students that come through has some piece of advice that will be able to help you. So you can find advice on write-ups and videos like I mentioned before. So, But if you want to get into this business, if you want to write, then write, then do it. Make every effort that you can to write it, to write. Make every effort that you can to be in the industry at some point, like maybe volunteer or, you know, work with a volunteer with a production company or something, you know, see if there's a readers program or production companies or even like, you know, submit scripts, submit your scripts to the writing programs or there's just ways to do it. If you really want to do it, then you will make a way to do it. You will find a way to do it. If that's what your heart's desire is, you will do it. Oh, that is so, so true. And again, I want to thank you for coming on this program here and sharing the wonderful information you have shared about the scriptwriters network a little bit of talking about screenwriting just a little bit kind of refreshed the previous conversation i appreciate you taking the time out of your evening to hang out but i think it's time to fade out melissa what do you think oh, no. oh, yeah <laughs> fade out okay oh, we must do yeah we are at the end of the screenplay and uh Folks, we are going to fade out here. My God, I really appreciate those that are listening to us live out there. And gosh, let's let's wrap this session. Ladies and gentlemen, that was okay. Melissa. Why? Yay! Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Make sure you check out the Scriptwriters Network if you haven't already done so. And on that note, we will be back with more after this break. And I'm going to do some closing thoughts here, folks. When we wrap here, we'll be right back. And welcome. Back to the Cinema After Dark podcast here tonight. Before we wrap, I want to thank our guests again, Miss Melissa Y. Sargent. What a great discussion that was Make sure you check out the Scriptwriters Network. My goodness, so many great things going on there. I appreciate her coming on the program here and chatting it up with us. Most importantly, I want to thank all of you for tuning in. Obviously, the show does not exist without the wonderful people lending that ear to us. I really, really appreciate it. And shout out to those that have been listening to it live and joined us in the chat. That is greatly, greatly appreciated. But 
It is time to sign off here. Make sure you enjoy your Tuesday. Dream big.